of 2021, it's time for some reflection. I hope you've written something about your 2020, and I hope you've got some plans mapped out for 2021. I'm going to share a few things that happened in my 2020 and uh, the lessons from them. So the first one is, there is always another level. I think that's my biggest take home from 2020. I started the year relatively happy with myself. Uh, 2019 was a real struggle to get a business back off the ground. At the end of 2019, I had the month-long camp with Sonny Bill Williams and, you know, business was moving again and I was excited for the future. I started the year thinking, you know, we're, we're doing okay. Working with Sonny and seeing, you know, him sign that $10 million contract and then, you know, seeing Ben Patrick growing to 2,000 members and then eventually starting to work with Paul Council to launch our Elite Money Club helped me to think, well, yeah, actually, <laughs> there's a lot more and uh, we weren't actually doing that well at the start of the year. The fun of it is it's not so much about the money, it's about who you become and about your own you know, vision and possibilities, how you see, you know, what you see for your own future. That's really what expanded a lot in 2020, which I didn't think was possible. I didn't think I would be finishing 2020 uh, with the goals and the targets that I've set for 2021, the expanded vision of what's possible for myself, for my family, for uh, Real Movement members, for the impact that we can have on the world. Number two, the right mentors change everything. It's, I guess, an expansion on that first point, but Paul Council is really the second mentor that I've had. So Hayden Knowles, I would consider to be the first. Uh, he kind of took me under his wing 2004, and that was really the foundation for me being able to work with the Catalan Dragons and then work with the Sydney Roosters, which launched me into you know, being able to start my own business with, with Real Movement. If I hadn't have had those wins, you know, with those teams, then none of this would have happened. And, and Hayden was really the reason why I had work experience, but also uh, he believed in me enough to, to let me take on case studies with players, um, to work with their junior elite squad at the, at the Parramatta Eels. And, you know, he, he believed in me. He gave me more of a chance than anyone, you know, than I thought I deserved. Uh, he gave me a bunch of books to read and, you know, I watched by example the energy that he brought to training and making training fun and the way he delivered things. You know, that all really shifted and opened my, my vision for the future. So Hayden was a huge influence on my career as a coach. And now I can see a new chapter of another you know, influence, another direction with Paul. Um, I have decided, you know, I decided last year that I wanted to become wealthy because I didn't like the financial stress, you know, that we'd got to by making some bad decisions, by not understanding money, by not really having a philosophy around money, um, not really being that interested in investing and in, in money in general, not understanding the economy and not being that interested in it. So that changed in 2019 and I decided, okay, we've got to get this sorted out because it's getting in the way of my dream, it's getting in the way of my family, let's get this organised. So a year or so after that, I started working with Paul and you know, I'd already made some good decisions and learned a lot, but it's been exponential, the learning since uh, we started together in the middle of the year. So the right mentor changes everything. It's also really opened my eyes to who I can become as a mentor 
I'm now working with a couple of people one-to-one um, in a way that I hadn't considered possible at the start of, of 2020 and with a different attitude than what I, I would have ever had uh, towards working with anyone uh, one-to-one. So it's very exciting. The Road Mentors change everything. I want to see, you know, I want to see more of the real member coaches become mentors, become freedom coaches, you know, teach movement and money and mind and just break the shackles, break the mold. You know, personal training is is massively overcrowded, but freedom coaching, teaching people really, you know, how to live uh, in a way that they're more happy with, that, that works more for, for them, you know, that niche is is wide open you know you could look at it as life coaching or business coaching but none of that is really what real movement coaches do or what i do Um, so the possibilities for that is super exciting so that's really come about through paul not that he teaches you know his thing is money but it's opened my eyes to to what i can teach and what you know real movement coaches and the best people in our community can can achieve the third one then is build your best team Another huge change in 2020 was expanding staff. So I had a VA, a graphics person, and a, like a video audio person in uh, 2019. And then since then, we probably tripled our team and had people come and go. Um, but yeah, having uh, people around uh, that are also working towards what I'm doing, uh, to, you know, part of real movement has really added a lot of momentum to it. You know, inside the business, Lucas, uh, Aaron, and Anthony Guzmau have made a massive difference. Uh, Lucas runs the online training, and you know, Anthony um, basically makes everything work. Works on the technology side of things, and they've made a huge difference. Uh, along with uh, Yanira, working with the online uh, sales, social sales, that's made a massive impact on the business, and we're going to continue to you know, expand and develop um, the team. But you know, how much that's changed in 2020 is night and day. Also the partnerships with, with Ben Patrick and other guys that we've done sort of joint venture kind of things with informally or short term or, or whatever, yeah, that's that's all made a big difference. So that team thing of like you're not going to do it on your own is really, really clear to me now. Like I know I'm not going to do anything worthwhile on my own. And I'm fine with that, you know. I'm, I'm only really focused on finding the right people to work with and building teams, building partnerships, you know, helping other people to get the best out of themselves. Like, that's that's the focus now. So, number four, other people can fall in love with your dream, my dream, you know. So that that's a big shift for me as well. It's like realizing we had our staff meeting to end the year yesterday and uh, we did some little awards and just seeing how much passion our staff had for what we're doing was really a a shock to me to be honest and it was mind-blowing so you know I gave some awards for the year and uh, some bonuses and you know obviously there was a lot of there's gratitude for that but then just hearing from even new staff sort of sharing about how much um you know, how much working with Real Movement had, had sort of meant for them, done for them, etc., was, um, you know, just, yeah, it was a real shock and, and just lovely to to kind of see and know that um, they're in on it as well and they're 
they're experiencing. I guess what I, you know, what I want our members to experience, they're, they're also experiencing. Number five, go where you're treated best. So this is the tagline of Nomad Capitalist who kind of inspired me to start looking at where else we could live. I decided last year, early in 2019, I don't want to live in Australia anymore. I don't really agree with the way things are going and how the system works in general. You can sit and moan about it, but really um, the only thing that changes it is if you if you sort of step out of it. So if you stop paying your taxes and you don't participate from within the country, then it doesn't, doesn't end well. But uh, yeah, you're allowed to leave. And so we did. And uh, it's probably the best decision, one of the best decisions I've ever made. Uh, it feels like at this time, just, yeah, getting out of that system and the freedom that I feel living here on Sark, uh, it's a you know very simple system as far as finances go. And for me, that's, you know, it's one of my core values is freedom and just not having headaches around uh, financial things is, uh, and taxes is, is a, you know, a massive load off. And as soon as I sort of made that decision and made some big moves, it really um, transformed, you know, the way I feel about business and, you know, income and, uh, you know, joy of work has increased exponentially since then. So I know it's not for everybody. The decision is a huge decision. And, you know, having traveled and already been to over 40 countries and lived outside of Australia for a third of my life, it really wasn't that big a decision. We didn't, I didn't actually want to go back to live there after I'd uh, traveled in my 20s. I never intended to live in Australia again. It was really just that the job popped up at the City Roosters. And, you know, I thought it was a good, you know, career move and, and option to take. And I didn't think France was going to be, um, where I, where I should be. It wasn't like what I was you know, looking at for the future. So, um, yeah, that was I, – I sort of got forced into coming back to Australia almost and then we got stuck, uh, had children and, you know, that's where the business was. That's where everything was sort of um, set up for us. But I was always sort of looking forward to getting out. So when we, when we finally did, you know, six years later, seven years later – it's a great thing. And yeah, here on Sark, you know, there are a lot of other families and, and people who have a similar sort of outlook on life and um, who are glad to, you know, be here as well. A bunch of them are actually coming over in an hour and a half for New Year's um, celebrations. It's starting at our place. Um, so yeah, we've got actually a bigger social circle of people who aren't involved in real movement than I've ever had. I usually just associate with real movement people. But now... Um, yeah, we're sort of uh, living in a new social environment and it's, it's pretty cool. So it's a good move. Number six is Hall of Fame. So I recently put together the Real Movement Hall of Fame, the people who came in and really achieved their freedom, um, took themselves to another level, got out of trouble that they, you know, got out of a situation they didn't want to be in when they were working in mines or, they were, you know, they really wanted to get into a career, personal training, et cetera. It was... You know, it's, a, it's a list of those sort of people. Uh, there are the top group who've achieved seven-figure incomes, um, really you know, high achievers within the group, and then you know, lots of other people who've had lots of different wins in, in different ways. So putting that together was a rewarding process in itself just to reflect and look back on, on sort of who we've worked with and what they've done. Um, 
but it also sort of set the question of, you know, who's next and, and how can this go further? How can the next generation of people that we work with achieve a lot more than, than you know, than we did with the previous generations? Um, always, you know, always looking to evolve. So that that's a good question. And I think that what we're doing now with the elite money stuff does open up that possibility because as people increase their income, they're also going to become wealthy. And as they become wealthy, they're going to have higher self-esteem and higher, you know, possibilities, visions for their future. So I think the expanding the Hall of Fame is, is really a big focus and gives more, more clarity to me about, you know, fighting those high achievers and, and helping them accelerate their journey, uh, including money skills now as a new foundation so they don't end up in a situation like I was in um, at the – you know, in 2018, where you feel financial pressure, etc., despite success as a coach. Number seven is those who speak win. So we saw in 2020, a number of members jumped on and guest presented at events. Um, some people, some members, you know, really tag and engage and interact a lot with Real Movement. And we saw, you know, people double, triple, quadruple their followings and their businesses as a result of engaging and speaking and connecting. Um, so that was a huge thing to see, just how well that works when we collaborate well together with other people in the community um, and really encouraging members to, to have the courage to teach other coaches things that they know, break out of that kind of limited idea of like, well, if I teach them what I know, then you know they're going to have it and they're going to go and take it. It's not really like that. It's more like those coaches really respect you more and they're going to come to you more about things. And, you know, you're, uh, you become more of a thought leader and you, you get more interaction, you know, on your content and, and you grow in confidence, you grow your network at the same time. So it is a challenge and it's a bit of a personal evolution or a shift in values to be able to get to that sort of mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a challenge worth accepting and it, it was great to see members doing that. Number eight is don't start with scaling. Okay, so the example of Ben Patrick going from 50 members when we first spoke to 6,000 members plus now has kind of encouraged everyone in my sphere to move in that direction. And, you know, I wouldn't have stuck with a $100 a month only kind of business structure were it not for my connection with Ben. And I don't regret it. Like there's no... There's nothing to look back on negatively, but realizing that not many people are going to do what, what Ben's done. So you have to have a few key things. You have to be great at social media. You have to have a really unique, powerful product. And you have to be able to run a team of, of you know people who are going to make it work to have 6,000 plus members and you know, be getting a lot of really good reviews and, and great feedback you know, you need to have um, a good team in place. So there are a number, there's three key skills there. And, you know, not many people have those skills. Not many people have even one of those boxes ticked in terms of having experience with uh, running a team or, you know, being crazy consistent with two or three posts a day and, and lots of stories each day and IGTV all the time and, you know, TikTok and, Ben has been absolutely phenomenal with his social media 
and then he's got a unique product that you know has the world's never seen anything like it and, and it solves like a really common problem with knee pain so you know putting all those things together and then seeing a lot of other coaches going well yeah i want to be you know i want to be the next ben patrick i'm also looking for the next ben patrick but the way to get to that point is probably not by trying to jump in and do what he's doing. Ben had already done his sort of six, seven, eight years of hard labor, um, working out of his own gym and working with local clients, working for not much money and, and testing what works and, and building his skills. Uh, he's also done massive amounts of personal development work, which probably started from quite early in his life. Um, and he's got some other influences there that that most people don't have. And then he went and did a writing, you know, degree. He's a writer. He's he's writing a, um, you know, he's writing a book and writing a novel. So he has writing skills, which you know, writing copywriting especially is probably the the foundation skill as far as independent wealth goes or you know, making money. So there's this perfect storm of stuff that is going to be very difficult for someone else to duplicate. So there are better models for most coaches than the Ben Patrick model. And uh, unfortunately, it took me a while to realize that and seeing a lot of coaches going after that sort of model um, and getting frustrated is, has been a big learning for me in 2020. And me changing the real movement model and, and sort of uh, offering different consulting services, doing Elite Money Club and in 2021, we'll launch the Money Apprenticeship as well. I'm focusing on money skills and the foundational money knowledge that, you know, it just isn't isn't being taught anywhere. Um, you know, that will open more people's eyes to other options, you know, where you only need 10 or 20 people to buy into what you're doing to be able to, you know, to change your life, to change, you know, to get your freedom. And then, you know, you can always work for for cheaper with with more people if you want to but being under financial pressure while you're trying to get a product off the ground for 50 bucks a month is is not cool um, so you know we need to solve that in a different way and and we you know i'm showing a different example which is the most important thing that i can do i think um, but yeah conversations are going in different directions now we're doing a lot of one-to-one -one conversations and we're not uh, not many people are suited to that model from what I'm seeing. Number nine, don't accept limitations other people place on you. Um, it's easy to sort of fall into, well, I'm this person, I'm that person, you know, getting into money now and saying, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to be wealthy. Uh, I already am wealthy now by most standards. But yeah, making that decision in 2019 it changed where I was focusing and then for quite a while I didn't really tell anyone about it and then at some point I realised, look, I've got to start telling people about this because they're all, you know, heading into a into a storm that they don't even know is coming and they don't know what they can do about it. So, you know, I had done a lot of research and I was getting to some some important conclusions and then working with Paul, you know, someone with nine-figure wealth is likely to be a billionaire in the you know, the storms ahead uh, as we go through those changes, like recognizing that I, I really value this and, you know, I can't not teach things that I really value. So even though some people don't like it that I'm talking about those things, 
I don't really care because I, I know I'm helping a lot of people who I wouldn't have otherwise. Well, I've, I'm helping people a lot more deeply than I was otherwise going to be able to help them. Um, and I know that as this unfolds, there are going to be a lot of people who are really grateful that, you know, I had I connected with Paul and then I connected Real Movement with Paul and then, you know, the conversations that I've been able to have with individuals as well along the way. And so I hope you take that as courage as well. Like if you're really into something else that is not your straight up and down, you know, um, you know, maybe you're a physiotherapist, but you, you love, you know, you love ballet as well or you love piano or something like not being afraid to encourage, you know, not being afraid to, to connect the dots and connect the things that you're passionate about and see how they, they come together and, you know, present people your greater truth rather than just your kind of small thing and, and stay in that kind of commodity box space of like, like I solved this one, this one thing. Uh, you know, you can do that if you want to, but for, for me that doesn't doesn't interest me and breaking out of the box has been a really liberating thing. It's a great human experience this year um, and I'm, you know, super excited for where it's going to take things uh, in 2021 and it's just encouraging me to grow and learn a lot more. So I'm not afraid to say I'm an apprentice as far as it goes with with money. You know, Paul calls me squire. Like it's, I'm, I'm uh, on the journey to, to knighthood and, and that's okay. You know, I'm not saying I know it all. I'm saying I'm learning a lot and it's working a lot better than what I was doing before. Um, so, yeah, have the courage to sort of share wh who you're becoming as well as, you know, the things that you've done a lot of work with in the past, I guess, is the, the lesson nine. Don't accept limitations other people place on you. Number 10, a mortgage is not an investment, but wealth protection tools are, all right? So it's a bit of a wordy one. A lot of people have mortgages and they think they're doing a good thing. Um, turns out they're not, from my understanding of, of money. If I had have put the money that you know I've been making into my mortgage and into taxes, I would still have more mortgage to pay and... I would be at risk of a market drop, a drop in market value uh, in Australia and there would have been no serious growth on that or minimal. You know, Maybe there'll be a little boom up before there's a crash down. Uh, I do think there will be a crash down and you know, it's up to you to work out where you sit with that. But um, yeah, the decision to move away from a mortgage as my primary asset, which is not an asset at all, and actually get some real assets and wealth protection tools was a great decision. And the things that I've been talking about, if you do follow me closely, um, most of them have more than doubled this year. Some of them, you know, have tripled or, yeah, you know, depends on exactly what date you're looking at. But, um, yeah, doubling, tripling, etc., doesn't really happen in property within 12 months. Uh, and my guess is the party hasn't started as far as these tools goes. So take it as what you will, but it's, yeah, the challenge is like you, if I tell you, look, go out and get educated on money, you're probably going to look at things like the uh, money mustache guy or the barefoot investor or, you know, this sort of advice, Tony Robbins's money, in my opinion, all that stuff is is terrible advice uh, for people at the moment. What you want to do is 
build a serious income, which is not going to come through that sort of barefoot investor type advice. Um, and do you want to invest in things that those guys don't in, don't think about, don't talk about, uh, that aren't on the radar? Um, yeah. I mean, I started asking my friends who have economics degrees or who work in finance. I've got a friend who works as a, you know, in um, he actually does the buying of, of stocks when they're, you know, big, uh, you know, when their company decides that they're going to buy stocks, then he does the execution on that. Another friend who works in super and does billion-dollar deals, I asked all of them about what I was learning from YouTube about money and none of them had any idea. They weren't the slightest bit positive about the plan that I'd put together for myself. They said, I know nothing about that or um, it doesn't make any sense. But what I've done is doubled and I think, you know, what they're doing is is – playing Russian roulette and, you know, sitting on a sitting on a time bomb hoping that uh, things are going to go well and I don't feel like I'm in that position. Um, so income, one thing, investing the other. Uh, a mortgage is not an investment, but wealth protection tools are. Number 11, keep hitting new bests. All right, this is the last one. So s- despite and through all this, uh, I got a lot better this year. I got better in split squats. I got better in five ball juggling. Uh, I did some of my best handstands. I improved my foot juggling a lot. Uh, I got my splits, calves on the floor with with splits, which I'd never had before on the side split. So they they are you know hitting those new bests is something that needs to continue. It's not so black and white with the copywriting and things like that that I'm working on, but. It's also going to happen, you know, in the same way that I put that work into five ball juggling each day and it, it progresses, you know. I got up to 120 throws from the right hand this year and it, it only progresses with consistency. Um, if I had a juggling coach uh, and a plan and, and things, I could I could probably progress further, but I don't really know many people who are better than me um, that – I, you know, I don't have a relationship with those people. There are lots that are out there, but, um, you know, they specialize in that. And to be honest, it's not really about that with the skills. It's about showing myself that I have neuroplasticity and that I can apply that to whatever I want. And also that I have consistency and persistence and my brain does continue to get better and to adapt. So if I apply that same methodology to other things, then I'm going to get what I want. Um, And if I can show other people, hey, you can develop these new patterns in your brain and this is the result of those new patterns. Uh, You can see it in very concrete physical ways. Okay, now go on, let's go and do that with money skills. Um, And I do think that story is very compelling in a time where people want to see it before they believe it. Well, it's, it's clear, you know, when you're doing those things, these patterns work. Being able to put together systems where you can progress much faster than you might have otherwise progressed. So yeah, that's 2020 lessons, 11 lessons from from 2020. I'd love to hear your reflections, where you won, where you lost, where you were challenged. Uh, I haven't really mentioned the the big elephant in the room. It was a bit of a distraction there for a while, the the 2020 circus. But then I just, you know, basically once I started working with Paul, I just got back to work and just focused on things that I can make a difference in. And that was definitely the best thing I could do. And it literally had you know, almost no impact on my life uh, from that point on. The, the circus of 2020, um, yeah, I, you know, if you do the numbers on it, 
then you know you, you can make your own conclusions on what is really going on. My suggestion would be buckle up economically, uh, and that's why I've put so much effort into money in 2020, um, understanding it, getting it, teaching other people how to get it, how to keep it, uh, what's going to grow it, and uh, yeah, 2021 I think is. It's, it's 2020 has already seen massive changes in the things I've been talking about since the start of the year. Uh, 2021, I think, will be a serious acceleration uh, into that, that progression on that journey. So, yeah, be thinking, be doing your best, get around people who are making smart decisions, get around people who are getting the results that you want. You're not going to do it on your own. I don't know anyone who's doing it on their own. Everyone does better with a team. Everyone does better um, with a coach. And it's great to have students as well. You know, it's great to have people that you can pass your knowledge onto. So if you can get those three levels functioning well in your life, then you may just make 2021 your best year ever. Here's to that. <laughs>